When the Dallas Stars go to Minnesota, they win. Matt Murray gets his first career shutout and blanks the Minnesota Wild for the first Stars victory in 2024. Let's jump into this one next on Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer of 105 Through the Fan and play-by-play voice of the Chippewa Steel. Be sure to subscribe. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. And as always, thank you so much for making us a part of your day and making us your first listen. How about that from the Dallas Stars? Matt Murray. Yes, the Matt Murray is what he will be known as from now on. Shuts out the Minnesota Wild 4 to nothing, and the Stars pick up a much needed win here in 2024. It was a bit bleak last week, but Matt Murray comes up huge. The Stars play such a good hockey game on the road against the Wild where they've had so much success over the past few seasons. A couple of shorthanded goals, a power play goal for good measure, and they're finding some success now without Miro and Otter. I think they've kind of figured out a formula to win games here in this month of January, even though Minnesota did not play a phenomenal game yesterday. We also have to highlight Tyler Sagan. He's playing some of his best hockey in five years. He's been so good. So good. We have to, have to show some love to him. But let's talk about Matt Murray. Oh my goodness. This guy had himself a night. But first, today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Well, as... Everybody knew going into last night when we heard that Matt Murray was designated to be the starter, we were going to have a goalie duel between him and Marc-Andre Fleury through 40 minutes as the Stars only had a one nothing lead. And Matt Murray just played so well. You have to give him huge credit. The first thing that popped to my mind when he was designated the starter. First off, Wedgwood needed a rest. He had played in 12 straight. He has been a very busy netminder. He faced a lot of shots during that stretch, a lot of high-stress games as well, like the Stars clinging on to leads, 2 nothing leads evaporating, along with the Stars coming back a few times. Those are high-stress games that he was a part of. It was actually great that Murray had somewhat of a pretty lazy shutout, and I hate to word it that way, but it was a pretty lackluster shutout in a lot of ways just because Minnesota did not overtax him by any means. He only faced 11 shots in the final two periods, and part of that was the Stars played a great team game, a great defensive game, and Minnesota did not do him a lot of favors, or they did him a lot of favors. They missed the net a few times. They passed up a lot of good shooting uh, opportunities. But at the same time, when you have six power plays and you only muster up 11 shots in the final two periods, the Stars PK was doing something right. Their sticks were so active. They played so well in front of them, but big shout out to Matt Murray. His only uh, His only blemish... Uh, was maybe rebound control. If I had to be even critical, and I'm not going to be critical of his fourth start in the National Hockey League, and he picks up his first 
career shutout. His rebound control early uh, was a bit wonky, but tell, uh, but after that, the first 10 minutes, I thought Puck's glued to him, and uh, he just played a great game. A lot of it, too, I think Puck's just hit him. And that's not a bad thing. <laughs> he was in great position. Minnesota was trying to get bodies in front of him, especially in that first period. And they did to some degree. They got some deflections. And Murray just got into position and made saves. Uh, a, a few notes here on the shutout, too, which is pretty wild. So, of course, he earns his first career NHL shutout. And five career AHL shutouts, three of them have come against the Iowa Wild, which is the Minnesota AHL affiliate. So he's absolutely owning the Minnesota Wild organization up and down. So big congrats. He, he talked about it post-game. It was a dream come true for him. And uh, this is also a little nugget, including the game from last night. Marie is 7-2 versus Iowa and Minnesota. Four shutouts now, a 1.12 goals against average, and a 960 save percentage. He made 23 saves last night. And as I mentioned, just two in the third period. But you have to give Dallas credit. They played a great team game in front of them. They kept Minnesota to the outside for the majority of the night, even on their power play. Uh, and this is really a team shutout, to be completely honest, along with Murray being really good. He made some incredible stops, plus Minnesota missed some really nice chances, <laughs> but you have to have a little luck involved to, to have a shutout on most nights. And, uh, and Dallas, I thought, had really active sticks. They made it difficult for Minnesota to make some of those rink-wide passes, especially on their power play. They were able to break up some of those chances by just having great sticks. And once again, special teams is a huge factor in this one. The Stars and Wild meet. It is special teams galore, and the Stars come out on top. And unlike other times, it was the Stars going to the box constantly. It was a revolving door, <laughs> and, uh, and their PK uh, was brilliant. I mean, six for six, and you still are hearing complaints about the referees from the Wild side of things. You get six power plays, you know you can score, right? <laughs> uh, you can hear about the, the softness of the calls. And, and the refs weren't great on, on the night. Uh, and uh, look, that's a, another story. Big deal. You get six power plays, come on. <laughs> like at, at some point, you, you got to be able to put one in the back of the net against the Stars' third string goaltender at this point. And uh, look, your goalie has to be great on the PK as well. But the Stars, I thought, did a phenomenal job of just limiting some of those high danger chances. Uh, the high danger chances in the game, Stars outchanced them 20 to 12. Taking a look at the power play, the Wild only had nine scoring chances, and three of them were high danger. So you have to give big props to guys like Radic Foxa, who was really, really great on the two-man advantage that the Wild had in the first period. If they score a couple times, game's over. They play great, but once again, the story is Matt Murray. 23 for 23. He was great. He was not godlike by any means, but he gave the uh, he gave the Stars a chance to win. He gave them time to find their game, and that is all you can ask out of your AHL call-up. Congratulations to Matt Murray. The stones on him to go into a building that is very hard to play. I was at the game last night. Phenomenal crowd for a Monday night uh, <laughs> at the XL Energy Center. That place can get 
bumping if they ever scored a goal against him. And uh, he was calm. His presence was really remarkable in the game. He was not chaotic, which you may have expected, kind of getting thrusted into this role. But he kind of kind of had the, the aroma or the aura of him that he was ready to have himself a night. Like he understood he was going to start one of these two games. I'm sure he had that on his mind. And they told him like, you're going to be going here in one of these two. Um, and he looked like, yeah, I'm going to have myself a night. I'm going to put the team on my back, help them out uh, along with the great effort in front of them. And the stars get out of there with a win, a huge win. And they take them on, on Wednesday night, a big time win first of 2024 and a crucial two points because the stars have to keep up in the central division race. Hopefully they can take another two on Wednesday. Then you have Chicago and Nashville on the weekend. What a job by Matt Murray. Uh, I mean, not much can be said than what I've already uh, laid out here in this first segment, but uh, his rebound control, as I said, a bit iffy at, at, at first, <laughs> gave up some juicy rebounds, but the stars were great in front of him. And then, then after that, the final two periods, even though the Minnesota Wild certainly helped him out and did not test him as much, he was sharp. He was sharp, and when they did, he was able to make some of those key stops when they had their looks because it was a one nothing game halfway into the third period. Or, or not halfway in, excuse me, because Sagan scored with two minutes left. But, it, you know, it's one nothing game. One shot changes the complexion of the game, and he held strong. Stars get that, that go-ahead or the insurance goal from Sagan, uh, and boom, it was off and running. And we are going to just throw some love at Sagan here before we wrap up today's episode. How great hockey he is playing how great of hockey he is playing here's the like anyways speaking of matt murray and the great team effort in front of him that i've highlighted the stars may have found a recipe for success here moving forward without their number one defenseman in number one netminder i'll tell you about it next in just a moment today's episode of locked on stars is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season has wrapped up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets win or lose. The Dallas Cowboys are NFC East champions. The number two seed, I may be ahead of myself, but I feel like it is a clean sweep to the NFC Championship. I would throw some money on the Dallas Cowboys making the NFC Championship. Maybe the first time in my life that the Cowboys get to that game. And maybe I'm way ahead of myself because the Packers have done some crazy things at AT&T Stadium in the postseason. But go ahead. As I mentioned, 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. Check out the app, live same game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. You can make parlays all for the weekend. You have Saturday NFL playoff games. You got Sunday along with Monday night. Plenty of action and plenty of chances to win some money on FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Be sure to check out the first ever 24-7 streaming sports channel on YouTube. It's Locked On Sports Today. They're covering the top stories of the day with local experts 
of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Be sure to subscribe. And as always, subscribe to Locked On Stars. Never miss an episode free and available to wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. And if you listen to yesterday's episode, a crossover with Seth from Locked On Wild. Had a wonderful time getting to bounce some ideas, uh, bounce some ideas off of him and kind of talk about these matchups. And if you're an everydayer who listens to me ramble every single day here on Locked On Stars, you heard us talk about the advantages that these teams have against each other. Special teams, big favor of the Dallas Stars. <laughs> Their PK is one of the best in the National Hockey League. Their power play is exquisite. Um, even though as of late, I haven't been uh, too fond of it. But they they scored last night, which was nice, uh, uh, just to just to give a, an extra dagger <laughs> into uh, the Wilds uh, fans before they left the arena. But uh, yeah, we, we talked about that. Special teams was going to be big, and of course, that all plays into this recipe for success that the Stars must have without their number one netminder and number one defenseman and Jake Ottinger and Miro Heiskanen. I thought DeBoer deployed the troops with just such carefulness and matriculation. It was like manipulating the personnel and it was so, so good to watch because the stars can play this consistent role for lines kind of game when they play that type of way, um, just stacking shifts on one another. The fourth line continues to be so effective. Radic Foxa had a phenomenal game. I love Sam Steele. A great setup on the shorthanded goal. Two shorties. The Stars have played now two games in Minnesota. They have six power play goals and four shorthanded goals. Rope 8 should have had two, <laughs> uh, but he missed a, a wide open net. Uh, but he was able to bury the first goal uh, in the first period as Sagan with a beautiful puck jack of Brock Faber, a nifty little feed to Rope, and then he buries it. But the Stars need this type of game on a nightly basis. And they did a phenomenal job at their own blue line. Their gap control was so great in the game. Look, Minnesota was getting desperate at points and they were trying to push, but they could not really work cleanly into the offensive zone against the Dallas defenseman. Ryan Suter did it multiple times, just getting sticks on pucks, you know, just stick checking guys as they're coming across the blue line because the, the Wild did not want to play a dump and chase game, it seemed like. They just could not keep up with the speed uh, of the Stars, even though the, the Dallas Stars defenseman mobility-wise isn't nothing uh, to jump up and down about. But Dallas did such a, a good job of surviving early on that they gave themselves an opportunity to buy themselves time and space by not having Minnesota apply this heavy forecheck, which you know they want to do, and they tried at some points. They tried to hammer Niels Lundqvist so many times, Harley as well, like bruise him up. And they did such a good job of just moving pucks up the wall and out. Just simple plays. But their ability to stick check guys coming across the line. I mean, a half a dozen times, the Wild could not connect passes through the neutral zone. It was really kind of a chaotic mess for Minnesota in between the blue lines that they can never get anything set up in the offensive zone. And when they did, the Stars kept everything to the outside. They were in shooting lanes 
all night. I mean, in shooting lanes all night, especially on their defensemen like Faber, who is so shifty and can do so many things uh, and create opportunities. The Stars did such a great job of just shadowing them and forcing them into negative areas. They ended up with 16 block shots. Uh, they also had six takeaways on the night. And I thought that was one of the, the greatest displays of gap control in a game that I've noticed from the Stars this season. Every time Minnesota tried to come across the line, it seemed like the Stars had a stick on them, including on their power play uh, when they were on the PK. Like, not making it easy for them to come in with speed off the rush. They've had a lot of struggles with leaving the weak side rink wide pass wide open like Colorado took advantage a ton of where somebody comes down the wall so to speak and they put on the brakes and then you have that width of the rink uh, you know facing you it's like a 30 foot pass and the stars leave that open a lot that was not the case last night Uh, just they had man on man sticking on your guy lane integrity, tracking back hard, and getting sticks into those areas that they're trying to feed. And they made it really hard for Minnesota to get high-quality chances. And as Dallas only had, what, four shots, I think, after the first period, they had quality looks when they did. And Minnesota was a bit different. Yeah, they had 12 shots. Not a whole lot of them were high-danger chances, I I would have to say. Um, there was a few early, like right in front of Murray where he was scrambling, but even on the power play, uh, the stars were giving up the, the 50-footers with guys in front of him. Murray had to track through it, which was another great, great uh, little uh, characteristic that he had last night. But I, I thought the stars were just so good, uh, especially on their board play too. They won a lot of those 50-50 pucks, which I think eventually rode or eroded down the uh, the confidence of Minnesota and uh, they didn't want to play. I, I really thought they just they kind of destroyed the will of of the wild last night, especially after Flurry gave up that really bad one against Sagan. Uh, you know, at the beginning of the third period, the stars had a two nothing lead. And I think they just kind of broke the will uh, of Minnesota. And look, the Wild are without two of their better defensemen, which doesn't help. They're without their captain. They're without their leading score. There's not a ton of great things that are going the way of Minnesota. But at the same time, the Stars are dealing with the same sort of complications, and nobody's going to feel sorry for you. Nobody feels sorry for you in the National Hockey League. You have to win, and you have to take games like this that are for the taking. And the Stars went in there, and I thought played just a complete, complete road game play great in front of their third string goaltender so to speak you pick up a shutout you get two points and you go back home and you try to finish off this week uh with a few wins and maybe you jump right back into that conversation of being a top team uh in the central division or at least first place maybe you get some help from other teams because uh Colorado and Winnipeg don't want to (laughs) lose which uh is tough but look that's uh that's life and uh Really, I think it's a great recipe. Just four lines. Hockenpah and Lindell looked good. They were atrocious the other night against Nashville. Much better in this game. But Minnesota does not have the firepower, even I believe, even with Kaprizov, that that Nashville has. Or 
Colorado, of course, Winnipeg, so to speak. Uh, they, don't, they don't deploy a, a ton of dangerous guys, so to speak. And maybe they just had an off night. Look, Zook uh, was really active early in the game. He drew a, a ton of penalties. Johansson, I thought, looked good at some times. And um, at the same time, he had six chances with a man advantage. Maybe five of them because I think one of the power plays got cut short. Like, give me a break. Uh, you got to be able to score <laughs> at some point on the power play. Uh, the Stars PK was just great. Um, and, and they're going to need that. that. That's kind of the recipe. Just rolling guys. Lundquist had a really, really lights out performance. I mean, I, I, I thought that was his best game of the season. He bucked up defensively. Um, and, and they were keen on him a few times. They were trying to plaster him four rows deep. He ended up with a game score of 1.45 via hockey stat cards. I would love to look at his Corsi percentage too, just because I think that tells a lot in his expected goals uh, for, yes, 66% Corsi for in 16 minutes of ice time. And that's at five on five. He ended up with an expected goals for of uh, 0.4. But his defensive play was a lot more stark uh, than his offensive play, which I think is a, is a great sign. And he showed some flashes once again. He was real active, pinching, keeping plays alive in the offensive zone when the Stars really got the rhythm uh, in the second period. And uh, I thought he looked really, really good at five on five, and he held his own. He was a perfect match with uh, Thomas Harley a few times, even along with Suter. I thought as a pairing, played really solid. They, they did so many good things and just, you know, not panicking, so to speak, keeping the puck moving, hitting outlet passes. And you have to give some credit to the Fords that came back and helped. There was just great support all over the ice. Niels had his best game of the season, I think, which is a great sign moving forward because he has to step up. I would love nothing more for Niels Lundqvist to become an NHL everyday player in the eyes of Pete DeBoer by the time Miro Haskin gets back. That only means good things for the Dallas Stars moving forward because at this point, it's been kind of a disappointment. You get more efforts like that and more nights like that from number five, the decor just looks better. And it's by no means perfect. And they still need help. But it certainly, it certainly gives you some more positive vibes moving forward about this this decor if Niels is playing every day. Because right now you're playing with Joel Hanley and Niels Lundqvist, who at this point are not your everyday NHL players. And Hockenbahn Lindell did not have a good night the other night. Frankly, you got three to four, probably third-pairing defensemen on your team. And uh, you're going to have to find a way to win games like this And sometimes you're going to have to be as close to perfect (laughs) as possible. And to some degree they were, and so was Matt Murray to hold him in. First career shutout for Matt Murray. Congratulations. 23 for 23. The Stars may have found a recipe for success. Rolling four lines, playing great defensively, especially along the walls. Winning those battles. Not being uh, not being overwhelmed by an opposing forecheck, a heavy forecheck, which Minnesota likes to deploy. They'll have to try to do that one more time on Wednesday. Okay, let's shift to Tyler Sagan, who is having himself a season. 91 is him. I'll tell you why in just a bit. 
Today's episode of Locked On Stars is also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is so obsessed with getting you tickets and finding ways to help you save money when you purchase those tickets. I went to the Stars game, of course, last night at the XL Energy Center. Of course, I went to Game Time. I didn't get the $20 off because I've used Game Time so many times before, but you. You Stars fans, if you've never used Game Time and you want to go to the game on Wednesday night to watch the Stars play Minnesota once again, go ahead, use code LOCKEDON on the Game Time app for your first purchase. You get $20 off. And the wonderful thing about Game Time as well, you get complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view of your seat before you buy. There are some places in the American Airlines Center. There's some railings in there. There's some glass. Granted, there isn't t- terrible obstructions, but there is some 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 obstructions uh, in railings and glass at some points. And if you hate that, you don't like it. I don't mind it every once in a while, depending. But maybe you don't like those instructions. You can see the seat before you buy it, so you know exactly what you're getting. And that's what's so great about Game Time. You can buy tickets so quickly with two taps, and you get all in prices. Show your total up front, so you don't have to worry about all those terrible fees that 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 get added on at the end of your purchase and you're like what the heck it went up twenty dollars per ticket now anyways download game time app create an account use code locked on for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n for twenty dollars off download game time today lowest price great tickets guaranteed all righty i have to begin this segment about Tyler Sagan. Oh my goodness. What a hockey player he has been this season. And I think last night is just such a combination of his game and the way he's, he's adapted his style of play in the last four years dealing with injuries I think Joe Pavelski coming in certainly helps, which a guy who's prolonged his career with his style of play, which has never really changed uh, for Joe as much as it had Sagan because Joe was never as as quick or, or had the uh, laser of a shot that Sagan probably ever did because Sagan really lost a step once he had those injuries and he became a more 200-foot player under Ken Hitchcock. And now that he's becoming... Probably his healthiest as a Tyler Sagan as we've seen in like three to four years. And now we're getting kind of like the next chapter of Sagan. Um, And I think it's just, it's, it's so fun to watch because you can see the confidence from him. Of course, he scored last night. The assist he had to Rope Hints was delicious. I mean, Puck Jack's Rock Faber and the little backhand saucer to set up Rope for the shorty just shows you how valuable Sagan is right there on that ship. Had a great PK. I believe it was late in the second period too when the Stars really needed one. Uh, he just did so such great work of just hounding the wild players on the power play that he would puck jacked him a few times and got some key clearances. He wins face-offs. He's producing now at such a big level. Of course, Matt Duchesne has helped, but he picks up his uh, 15th goal of the season. Or what was his 14th? Uh, I may have got this mixed up. 15th, excuse me. Yeah, he's got 15 goals now on the year. Uh, picked up an assist 
uh, on the Hints goal. So he, he now has 31 points on the season. Um, and now he's tied for uh, the lead in goal scoring. Uh, well, actually, he's he's off by one because Rope scored last night. But he's second on the team with 15 goals this season and he's playing such a complete hockey game that it's no surprise that the athletic which i touched on not too long ago probably about a month ago for like an update of award tracking tyler sagan was up there in the top five for the selkie he is having that great of a season and it cannot be lost he has 10 points now in his last five games has four goals in the last three he's lighting the lamp he's facilitating he's making plays happen when he's lost a step and I I think that's just a great combination of the last few years and how hard he's really worked to get back to a point where he can be this productive as a player because look the knock on him for a few years as well you know getting all this money he's not producing yada 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 him and Ben have been in those conversations and they're finding a way now in the latter half of their careers and this kind of second chapter, so to speak, to just be productive and really, really vital pieces of this Stars team. And I could not be happier for him and could not be more thrilled. He ended up with the highest game score on the night in the game, 2.47, played just over 16 and a half minutes, 0.24 goals forward, uh, which ranked uh, among the highest uh, in terms uh, of forwards. Just had himself uh, such a good game. Uh, Duchesne had probably one of his kind of quieter nights, and Sagan stepped up and was kind of the driver of that line. And uh, in a game where the Stars were on the penalty kill a ton, Matt Duchesne doesn't play as much, so he's kind of fallen out of rhythm. Sagan does get some of that time now. And uh, was 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 huge, was huge in the outcome. And, and that's another credit to Dallas. In a game where you're on the power play or on the PK six times, it can be really hard to find your rhythm. And I thought each time they had to get that big kill, they just jumped right back to their game. They, they, they didn't let it hinder them or uh, let the snowball effect roll over. Well, partially because they didn't get scored on, but as soon as they, they killed it off, they were able to get right back on it and and, and find their game once again uh, in terms of, you know, getting trios out there, getting the puck in deep, like winning four checks uh, and just rewarding themselves with second chance opportunities. And uh, yeah, I, I, it was such a complete game and, and Sagan just embodies everything about it. Um, huge game. He's having such a good stretch, as I mentioned. Uh, four goals now in his last three. He's got 10 points in his last five. He is um, He's becoming a key, key part of this offense, um, and he's making a lot of things work right now, and he's a key part of the PK. We all know the great work he does in the face-off dots. He's over 50% this season once again uh, at 54, and he's shooting a bit more this season, which is an even better sign. For a few years, though, he just wasn't getting as many shots off. He's up to 80 now on the year, which is sixth on the team, um, and, and that's great, too. The more he shoots the pill, the better, and uh, hopefully gets that power play uh, kind of time and, and scoring up a, a bit uh, as well because he's without a point uh, on the power play. Uh, this uh, this season, excuse not on the uh, excuse me, he's been on a goal on the power play, excuse me, but he's only got a couple uh, of power play points in general, and uh, if if he can really start 
picking up some production there, man. He, he's world-class. He's world-class. And uh, I, I think he's definitely in, in the Selkie conversation. He's been locked down defensively. Uh, I've talked about it. The Stars' top line in terms of expected goals against is that Duchesne line and expected goals for per 60. They uh, they like the lamp at uh, an alarming rate this season. So showing some love to Tyler Sagan and I think is what has been a combination over a past few seasons to get to this level. It just took a while to get to this complete game that he has adapted himself into being in the second part of his career. So awesome, awesome stuff. I'm riding high. Stars win again for nothing. They blank them. They blank the wild in the XL Energy Center, man. Matt Murray, 23 for 23, first career shutout. So much to love. So much to have faith in moving forward about this Stars team. They got to win some games, man. Um, and uh, I think this is a, a great moment, too, for Dallas. Just to, as, as I said, when Mira went down, see what they're made of. See what they're made of without their number one defenseman and number one goaltender. You got to find a win games. And as I, as I said, teams will not feel sorry for you. Every team has injuries to key players and you just have to find a way to win games. The stars have fortunately stacked some points in the bake early on the season that they can weather some of this storm, but they can win hockey games, man. Still a good team at the end of the day. They're not great by any means. They got to play a bit more like last night. A lot, <laughs> uh, but uh, they have it in them. They, they certainly have it in them, and I love that they they just went on the road, and it was so businesslike. Like, hey, yeah, we're going to go on the road here. We're going to get out of Minneapolis. It's cold anyways. Let's get back home, and we'll win another one. Anyways, thank you so much for the love on yesterday's episode. Be sure to check that out if you have not. Uh, it, the, the points carry over into tomorrow. Uh, against uh, Minnesota once again. So we talked a little bit about everything, all the injuries that uh, are kind of piling up. We might see Jesper Wallstad, which is a really, really highly touted goaltender for the Wild from a few seasons ago. He was drafted. They're really high on him. He got called up with Philip Gustafson being out. So he may play on Wednesday. It looks to be the case. I don't know. Fleury said, Really, really bad numbers recently against Dallas. So I don't see a reason why Jesper Wallstad wouldn't start on Wednesday. But at the same time, Flurry's trying to pass Patrick Wall for the most wins uh, and all that good stuff too. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But uh, very, very well could be we get Jesper Wallstad. Who knows? Maybe Murray earned himself another start. Otherwise, we'll go back to the Scott Wedgwood show. Thank you so much for all the love and support. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe uh, to Locked on Stars. Never miss an episode. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. Big shout out to all you Stars fans out there. Show me love. Follow me on the social medias at JoyTheJet19. Also follow Locked on Stars on Twitter. I throw a ton of stuff out there during the game and all that stuff too. Having so much fun doing this. We're in the middle of January, almost halfway through the season. We are really really lighten the candle now. Anyways, thank you so much once again. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Enjoy your Tuesday. Enjoy the Stars win, and we will see you tomorrow. So long, Stars fans.